Hi, this is Melissa with Mix In Some Magic. Welcome to my podcast. Hi, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I hope you've had a fabulous week so far. I recently got back from Disneyland where I was there celebrating all things Halloween. I got to go to the Oogie Boogie Bash, which was fabulous, and enjoy all of the holiday decor and the character costumes and the atmosphere and the yummy food, and I can't wait to talk all about it. Today, I'm going to be talking specifically about the Oogie Boogie Bash. I've had so many questions about it, whether the extra cost is worth it wait times for rides during the bash, what exactly is included in the bash, tips and tricks, things like that, how much candy you actually get, all kinds of questions. So I'm going to go through and answer all of your burning Oogie Boogie Bash questions so that if you're going to be attending the party this year, you'll know what to expect. And if you're thinking about attending a party sometime in the future, you'll be able to decide if it's right for you and your family. But first, we need to talk a little Disney news. Walt Disney World is celebrating their 50th anniversary, and that starts on October 1st. So they're kicking off the big celebration October 1st, and it is lasting 18 months, which I'm not, like, it confuses me. If you're celebrating your anniversary, your 50th year, I could see it lasting a year, but 18 months, it's a little confusing. I don't know. I guess they're just trying to give more people the opportunity to visit and giving them 18 months to visit is better than 12 months. I don't know. That's my best guess. So they're having all these different celebrations. There's a new show coming to Epcot called Harmonious um, that's on the, the water there with lights and music and it looks amazing and they have all kinds of fun food and memorabilia and of course merchandise celebrating the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. And to celebrate, they're also opening the new ride at Epcot, the Ratatouille ride. So that one looks super fun. And lucky me, I get to go and visit and be there for the 50th anniversary celebration in two weeks. So I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait to experience all the things. And I'm also going to be attending the Boo Bash while I'm there. So I can kind of compare um, the Walt Disney World Halloween party and the Disneyland Halloween party. And I think I already know which one I'm going to prefer. I will reserve judgment until I've been to both of them, and then I will let you know. Um, So the Ratatouille ride is opening. They're doing a soft opening. I've been seeing it on Instagram, but it opens officially October 1st, and it looks amazing. And I'm really, really, really hoping I get to ride it when I'm there. They're doing um, the ride reservation system in order to ride it. So you guys, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I am notoriously bad at getting a reservation to ride on rides like Web Slingers and Rise of the Resistance specifically. I've actually had fairly good luck with Web Slingers, but Rise of the Resistance, I've had terrible luck getting a boarding group. Um, So I'm hoping that maybe Walt Disney World is different. Maybe I'll have better luck at getting a Ratatouille boarding group. Um, There's also rumors that the Genie Plus Pass will be starting tomorrow or sometime soon. It would make sense to me that it would start tomorrow as part of the 50th anniversary. They've 
Disney has told us that they will be starting it in the fall and nobody really knows what that means. So my guess is it will be starting very, very soon for Walt Disney World and maybe a little bit after that for Disneyland. But I'm really hoping it will be up and running so that I can try it out at Disney World and figure out what it's all about so I can be able to tell you if it's worth the extra cost or if it's not worth the extra cost. I'm also hoping that it will be running just because... With it comes the additional option to purchase rides on specific rides, like the more popular rides. So Ratatouille would be included in that, and we don't know information on how much that would cost, but the idea is if you were visiting and didn't get a boarding group, you could still ride it if you paid an additional fee, which I don't travel to Walt Disney World very often and if I'm able to pay an additional fee if I don't get a boarding group I will gladly pay that so that I can ride the new Ratatouille ride so hopefully it doesn't come to that hopefully I just am amazing and I get a boarding group but honestly I I don't have high hopes oh why is it so hard for me I do everything right I'm cursed I don't know maybe my luck is different at Walt Disney World In other unrelated Disney news that you may or may not care about, today is Smokey's birthday. He's our little silver lab puppy, so today is his first birthday, and my kids are super excited about it. I kind of forgot, but they woke up this morning and they were like, where's Smokey's presents? And I was like, uh, I didn't get him any presents, and the kids were shocked. What? You didn't get him any presents, but it's his birthday. So... After they went to school, I ran out and I bought some little presents for Smokey that they can give him later today. And then I also bought this dog ice cream. It's like this powder and you mix it with water and then you freeze it. And so he will be celebrating with some presents and ice cream later tonight. Lucky Smokey. I wasn't sure how to pick dog flavored ice cream. They had a peanut butter flavor, a birthday cake flavor, a caribou flavor, and I think another one that was like a chicken or something. Uh, I don't I don't know. I went with peanut butter because I felt like that would be the least smelly to mix up. And it actually smelled okay. I let him lick the spoon and he enjoyed that. So I think he's going to have a happy birthday. Mr. Smokey turning one. Can't believe it. He's such a sweet boy. Such a good puppy. Happy birthday to Smokey. All right, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll jump into all things Oogie Boogie Bash. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mix In Some Magic. I had such a great visit on my last trip and I bought my tickets and got my hotel through getaway today. You guys, they are the best in the business. They are one of the only certified Disneyland, Disney World ticket providers. So you know when you're buying tickets from them that you're getting actual Disney park tickets, not some knockoff fraud situation that people run into you're getting actual park tickets they are certified disneyland ticket provider disney world ticket provider and they have the best prices you always get a discount off the gate prices and they have the best deals on hotels and right now hotels at disneyland are struggling 
Big companies usually have conferences in the fall, and this year, due to COVID, they are not happening, which means hotels are desperate for you to come and spend your money in the park. So they are offering amazing deals. This is such a great time to visit. So Getaway Today has an amazing offer where you buy four days, get the fifth day free, and they also have hotel deals that include free nights. So not only do you get a free day, you also get a free night, which is amazing. You do have to travel by October 31st for this great deal, but I know that fall breaks are coming up and this might be the perfect time to run your kids over to Disneyland if you've been wanting to visit. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes, check them out. You won't be disappointed with their customer service. You won't be disappointed with their prices. I've been using them for over 15 years and I love them so much. Also, if you're booking a package that includes tickets and a hotel, you can use my discount code MSM10 to save an extra $10. So check out the link in the show notes. You're going to love it. Get to Disneyland. Enjoy all the Halloween stuff. It's such a great time to visit. Whenever I get home from a Disney trip, I always get a little sad because I'm missing the parks. I'm missing the carefree lifestyle that I get to lead for a few days when I'm visiting. And I miss the sights and the food and the smells. But I found something that helps me get through my post-Disney depression. I found a candle company called Mort & Co. Candles and they are amazing. They make Disney-inspired scents that are so good. They take me right back to the parks and they help with my post-Disney depression. I know it sounds weird, but they make me feel better. So I light my little Disney-inspired candle and I feel better. So you're going to want to check them out. Uh, Right now, I am smelling a scent. I guess I'm burning a scent. Well, I'm burning it and I'm smelling it at the same time. Called Main Street Bakery. So good. It's like someone's making churros in my house. Oh, it's amazing. And I want you guys to check them out. You're going to love them. I have a discount code for you so you can save 10% off your entire order, which is awesome. You can bring scents of fall into your home. They have Disney fall scents that are so great. Plus these make great gifts. So if you're looking for a gift for somebody, a Disney lover, you can't go wrong with these candles. They're amazing. Plus, they are so reasonably priced because I have checked out other Disney candles and I've been shocked by how much they're charging. But these candles are so reasonable. Plus, with 10% off, it's a great deal you're not going to want to miss. So check out the link in my show notes so you can have your own Disney-themed candle. Alright, I'm back. Let's jump into all things Oogie Boogie Bash. So Oogie Boogie Bash is held at California Adventure on select nights in September and October. So it's not every night. There were quite a few options, so I think that was held at least 20 times during those nights. So the event is hosted by Oogie Boogie, who is the villain from Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. And the villain's are all out and about during this Halloween party, but it's a special ticket event. You can't just show up without a ticket to the party. So your regular park ticket is not going to get you into the Oogie Boogie Bash. It's separate. Um, With your Oogie Boogie Bash ticket though, then you can get into the park for about three hours, four hours, 
beforehand. You can get in at three o'clock, technically. I got in earlier than that. I'll tell you how in a minute. Um, but you can get in at three o'clock and the party starts at six. So I guess it's three hours early. So the party went from 6 till 10 p.m. No, 11 p.m. Sorry, the night that I was there. Um, and we were able to get in at 3, technically. So if you are planning on going to the Oogie Boogie in the future, I would not go to the parks that day. I would use that day as a rest day because I've seen lots of people who will get a park hopper or they get a one park per day and they show up at the parks early and they do Disneyland and then at three o'clock they switch over to Oogie Boogie and then they attend the party that night and that is a big day. That's a big busy day and it's expensive because you're paying for a park ticket and then you're also paying for an Oogie Boogie Bash ticket. So if I were you, I would use that as a rest day or your arrival day. That's what I did. I traveled that day. I got there in that, you know, around 11 or 12 in the afternoon. I had lunch. I did some shopping at downtown Disney, and then I was able to go into the party. So keep that in mind. That's a good way to save money. You're able to ride rides. You're able to do lots of fun things, and you wouldn't miss not going to the park in the morning, in my opinion. If you're using it as a rest day, you could swim, sleep in, you know, have a leisurely morning and afternoon, do some shopping. There's lots of stuff to do at Downtown Disney. Um, I don't think you'd be bored, but that's just my my tip to save money and and maybe you'll feel a little more rested if you did it that way too than trying to cram in a Disney or a park day along with the Oogie Boogie Bash. So technically they start letting people in at three o'clock. That's what they say. But I had heard rumors that they were let people in earlier. And so um, since I was at downtown Disney and I had decided I wanted to enter through the Grand California because the wait time is much shorter, I just popped in and asked them what time they were going to start letting people in. And they told me 2.30 that day. They said, if you come back at 2.30, we'll let you in. So I did just that. I avoided the long lines at the gates. Um, I heard that people were lining up about an hour early just to get in and I bypassed all that and I just went through the Grand California entrance, showed them my Oogie Boogie Bash ticket at 2.30. They gave me a wristband, which I put on super tight, mistake, and then they gave me my trick-or-treat bag and a little party map and I was on my way. I was in the parks enjoying myself at 2.33 while other people were still in a super long line out at the front. So keep that in mind. Go through the Grand California entrance and I bet they'll let you in early. I can't guarantee it, but I had a good, I had success. Um, If you're already visiting California Adventure that day and you're already in the parks, you don't have to leave and get in line for the Oogie Boogie Bash. Um, If you're already in the parks that day, then you can just visit the Blue Sky Cellar that's across from Cars Land and you can show them your event ticket and you'll get your wristband there and your trick-or-treat bag and party map. So you don't, don't feel like you have to leave the parks. Please don't leave the parks and get in the long line. You can just do it the easy way. Um, <laughs> with the tight wristband, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know. I put it on way too tight. And then I went with um, my cousin and my friend and we went on Soren over California. And by the end of Soren, I was like, guys, I don't think I can, (laughs) I don't think I can handle all night with this wristband. I felt like it was just cutting off circulation and it was really uncomfortable. So I went back to the 
the little booth where I got the wristband by the Grand California and I had to explain that like an idiot I put my wristband on way too tight and so they tore it off for me and put on a wristband super loose I mean not too loose it was the perfect looseness and I felt so much better so I was glad that I went and asked because part of me was like no I can deal with it but just one of those little things they took care of me Um, if you are planning on parking I didn't need to park I just had a I was had an uber take me from the airport to my hotel so I didn't have a car but parking is not included in the ticket price so keep that in mind there is no parking but Oogie Boogie Bash does include the photo pass. So anytime you see a Disneyland photographer out and about with his camera, you can have them take your picture and you can have all of the photos downloaded onto your app and then you can have them. That's included with the ticket. So make sure you take advantage of that. There's lots of photographers out at different places. We got our picture taken with Mickey and Minnie and we got them taken with some of the villains and they have magic shots out. So they'll add little magical things to your pictures and it's just a great souvenir. It's a great way to remember your visit. So make sure you take advantage of the photo pass while you are there. All right, I want to talk about some of the event highlights that you can expect at Oogie Boogie Bash. It's not just showing up and having reduced capacity, which is awesome, and doing the rides and all the regular California adventure things. They have some very specific things that take place only during the Oogie Boogie Bash that you're not going to want to miss, because if you're paying money to be there, you might as well take advantage of the extra things that are included. So with your ticket, then there is Mickey's Trick and Treat. Not trick or treat, trick and treat. Super cute. So this is a fun interactive show that is just, well, it's not just for kids. It's for kids in mind specifically. So if you have small children, then they are going to love it. So it's in the Mickey or it's in the Disney theater at Hollywood land and it's got Mickey and his friends up on the stage and they're dancing and there's a spooky but fun story that they tell with special effects and a fun Halloween song. And it's shown five times each evening. So I recommend going early, doing it one of the first things. Well, I'll talk about that. I'm going to talk about an order in a few minutes. But if you have small children, this is the top of your list. You're not going to want to miss this for your small kids. Now, the number one thing that I love to do is Villains Grove. This place is amazing. So let me read what it says on the Disneyland website. It's so hard to explain what Villains Grove is to people who haven't been. Um, It's really hard to explain. So Disneyland does a better job than me. It says, meander through scenes that reveal the bewitching worlds of popular Disney villains, including Dr. Fossilier, Frollo, Scar, the Wicked Queen, and others. Make your way through the woods, misty twists, turns, and curves to see what moonlit magic awaits for adventurers of all ages. Does that explain to you exactly what it is? <laughs> so it's it's takes place at the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail and they've completely transformed it using lights and mist and music and it's incredible. So you just kind of walk through. It's a walk-through attraction. You don't take um any you're not allowed to take strollers. They'll make you park your strollers. Um but you just walk through and the lights and music and the mist and all of it just make you feel like you are 
part of a Disney movie. So take your time when you're in there. Don't rush through. Walk through slowly. I would. It's not. It's not spooky though. So if you have small kids, it's more magical than anything. So I don't think that they will be scared by any of it. So I feel like you could feel pretty confident taking them through that they will enjoy it and not feel scared. But it is very magical. But it does have a villain Halloween twist to it. So Villains Grove opens when it gets dark. You're going to want to have it be dark to experience it. Um, usually it's around 7.10 to 7.30 and the line can get very long but it always moves quickly. Um, I don't recommend lining up too early for it because the line is always going to be a little long. I think we waited like 10 or 15 minutes. Not bad at all but it's better when it's fully dark to really experience it at its fullest. So Villains Grove is my absolute favorite part of the Oogie Boogie Bash. And I've had people send me messages and say, oh my gosh, we missed it when we were there at the Oogie Boogie Bash. The line seemed long, so we skipped it. Don't do this. You go to Villains Grove at all costs. That's what I'm saying to you. I don't care if you miss rides. I don't care if you miss treat trails. You do not miss Villains Grove. I don't know how to say it any other way. Please do not miss Villains Grove. All right, another thing that's exclusive to the Oogie Boogie Bash is treat trails. So I get messages all the time saying, is there trick-or-treating at Disneyland for Halloween time? The answer is yes and no. If you're at the Oogie Boogie Bash, there is trick-or-treating. They're passing out candy. If you're going to Disneyland or California Adventure at any other time during Halloween, there is no trick-or-treating. Nobody's passing out candy. It's exclusive to the Oogie Boogie Bash and you get so much candy. Now, I've also heard from people who said, oh, we didn't care about the candy, so we skipped all the treat trails. This makes my heart sad because part of the treat trails are the Disney villains. They are located at almost all of the treat trails and they interact with you. You can take pictures with them. So you're not only getting candy, you're getting the experience of meeting these villains and it's really, really fun. So even if you don't care about candy, I'm sure you can skip the candy if you want, but going to the treat trails is part of the experience. So really don't miss it. So they're located throughout the park. I have a free printable that shows all the things that you can do at the Oogie Boogie Bash. I'll put it in the show notes, but it shows where all the treat trails are located and which villains are which treat trails. So you can check things off as you go along and make sure that you don't miss any of it. And don't worry, they never run out of candy. They restock candy at all times. So it doesn't matter if you go at the very end or the very beginning, they are going to have plenty and plenty and plenty of candy for you. So much candy that you'll wonder why you have so much candy. When you enter the Oogie Boogie Bash Party, they give you the tiniest little bag for your candy. Why in the world they give you a tiny bag like this, I do not know, but it's not sufficient. So you're going to want to plan on bringing a backpack or renting a locker to put your extra candy in. One of the cast members did tell me when they noticed my bag was excessively full, they said, go to any of the shops and ask them for a bag and they'll give you like a bigger plastic bag to put all your candy in. So I did just that and I had room for all of my candy. Thank goodness, because I had a ton and I wasn't even trying to get candy. I was just trying to hit all of the treat trails so I could see all the villains and I got probably around four to five pounds of candy. My kids were thrilled when I got home. But it's not just candy that they pass out. They do have some healthier 
options that they throw in there too, which is appreciated. I got apples and grapes and carrots and they had little bags with pirate's booty and fishy crackers and pretzels, things like that. So it's not just all candy. They also had some sun chips. So they try to give you a little bit of a variety. There's also no limit to how many times you can go through the treat trail. So if you're obsessed with getting candy or your kids are, you can go through them a few times and you will be walking away with more candy than you could possibly ever need but it might be fun. All right, the Frightfully Fun Parade is another thing I don't want you to miss. Man, everything on here, I'm like, don't miss this, don't miss this, but don't miss them. They're so great. When when I go to the Oogie Boogie Bash, I don't go there for the rides. I'm there for all of the exclusive things only to the bash. So I guess I just assume that that's what other people are there for. Um, I've been told that some people just go for the shorter wait times on the rides, which is fine, but I do feel like you really, really miss out on some really great things if you go this route. I think you can kind of balance and do both. I'll talk about that in a little while. Okay, so for this parade, the villains have taken over the parade and it's incredible. You're going to want to get there a little bit early, but the parade route is so long and because of the reduced capacity, it's not a crazy crowded parade. If you show up 10-15 minutes early, you're going to be easily be able to find a spot so you don't need to worry. You know, you don't need to sit there for two hours beforehand so you get the perfect parade spot. That'll waste your party time. I don't want you to do this, but you are going to want to get there a little bit early because about 10 minutes before the parade begins, then the headless horseman begins his walk down the parade route. So he walks the whole parade route. It's amazing. Headless horseman is riding this big black horse carrying his pumpkin head and you're not going to want to miss that. It's a very impressive, one of my very favorite parts. Do I say that about everything? Everything's my favorite. I love it all. So the parade begins near Paradise Gardens Park and it ends over uh, by Guardians of the Galaxy. I prefer to watch it by Paradise Gardens Park because I like to be there. I don't know. I like to be close to the front of the parade route so that I don't have to sit there for 30 minutes waiting for the parade to get to me. I'm at the beginning. So as soon as it's over, I can be on my way doing other things. So I like sitting there. Um but you can sit wherever you want. There's lots and lots of options. Okay, character sightings. So the villains aren't the only ones out and about at Halloween time. There's also Mickey and his pals will be out dressed up in their Halloween costumes. So you never really know when they're going to pop up. They will be out though. So you'll see them usually around the fountain in the middle on Buena Vista Street. There's some characters there and there's other places where you'll be able to see them in their Halloween finest. There's also decorations everywhere. The decorations aren't specific to the Oogie Boogie Bash. I mean, you'll if you're there at Halloween time at California Adventure, you'll see the same decorations, but they do set kind of a perfect spooky tone, a little family-friendly Disney spooky atmosphere. Uh, my very favorite place to visit is Radiator Screams, which is Cars Land. It's especially delightful and full of Halloween decorations and fun, but that's not exclusive to the Oogie, ba- Oogie Boogie Bash. So man, that's hard to say over and over, Oogie Boogie Bash, but I'm not going to talk about that a ton. I'll talk about that later when I talk all about Halloween time at Disneyland, which I will be talking about next week, I believe. But anyway, don't miss it. Don't miss Cars Land. That's all I'm going to say. 
It's another thing to add to your do not miss list. All right, costumes are not only allowed at the Oogie Boogie Bash, they are encouraged and it's not just for kids. Lots of people choose to dress up for the party and a lot of them bring their A game. There are some amazing costumes out there that people do group costumes and family costumes or just look amazing themselves and it's so fun to walk around and see everybody's costumes. There are guidelines that you have to follow um, from this is from the Disneyland website all guests may dress as their favorite character but may, may not pose for pictures or sign autographs for other guests so if you're going to show up as Thor that's great but you can't pretend like you're actually Thor and sign pictures and take pictures I mean and sign autographs um, costumes must be family friendly and may not be obstructive offensive objectionable or violent they may not contain any items that resemble or could easily be mistaken for an actual weapon costumes may not contain sharp pointed objects or materials that may accidentally strike another guest layered costumes or costume props that surround the entire body our body are strongly discouraged and may be subject to additional security screening and costumes may not reach or drag on the ground example like a full length princess dress so for guests ages 13 and under costumes may be worn as well as some masks as long as the entire face isn't covered and the eyes are visible for guests ages 14 and older capes may be worn if the length does not go below the waist themed t-shirts blouses sweatshirts and hats are permitted acceptable accessories include transparent wings plastic lightsabers toy swords and tutus Headwear may be worn as long as it does not cover the face. Costume masks of any kind may not be worn except for medical purposes. COVID masks are fine. So there you have it. I always want to dress up. I think it sounds so fun. And when I'm there, I'm so excited about all the people who are there dressed up. And I love looking at their costumes. But every time I visit, when it comes right down to it, I don't dress up because I run out of time to think of a costume. And if I'm going to do it, I want it to be good. Not just like I threw together something. Like I want it to be awesome. And I don't know what that costume is. And I don't have the mental capacity to put it together or the time. But every year I'm like, next year, next year I'm going to dress up. So I don't know. Who knows? Maybe next year I will think of something amazing and dress up because it does look very fun. And I do have some ideas that I've been thinking about. So we'll see. There are a few rides that change at Halloween time at California Adventure. So if you're only going for the Oogie Boogie Bash and you're not going to be there another day to do Halloween time there, I suggest going on these rides because they are fun. So Radiator Springs, I've talked about how Cars Land turns into Radiator Screams and they have two rides that they change to Halloween overlays. There's Luigi's Honkin' Halloween that's hard to say. And then there's the Mater ride. Man, I just forgot what it's called. Mater's Jamboree. That's what it is. So really the only change on those two rides is they have Halloween music playing. Still very cute. Uh, the biggest ride that changes is Guardians of the Galaxy changes to Monsters After Dark at 4 p.m. So that's a fun one to go on. I like to experience it both ways, but no, if you're going during Halloween time, if you ride that ride after 4 p.m., it will be Monsters After Dark and not the regular um, Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Okay, let's talk about my suggested schedule because I want you to make the best use of your time 
while you are at the Oogie Boogie Bash. So the, the period in between when they let you into the parks and when the party starts is called the mix-in period. So during that time, there'll be guests that are attending the party who have wristbands on, and then there'll also be guests who are not attending the party who will be leaving the parks at 6 p.m. So I would arrive um, at least at least 30 minutes before the mix-in starts at 3 p.m. Because I know that they let me in at 2.30. So if it were me going again, I would get there even earlier so that I could be sure to get in as soon as they let you in. So I already talked about when you get in, then they'll give you your wristband and a treat bag. Um, They won't just hand you candy. You have to put it into some sort of bag. So make sure that you, you know that you have to have a bag. You can't just go through a treat trail and have them put candy in your hands. So as soon as you get into California Adventure, the party hasn't begun yet. So this is the time that you can take advantage of rides. So I would go on rides, even though the lines will be shorter later in the evening, I would get some of the rides done that you are interested in. So check out the app, look at the wait times and pick out some rides that have reasonable wait times. Ride those. Like I said, if you want to experience Guardians Monsters After Dark, save it until after 4 p.m. Um, and eat dinner. So I recommend eating dinner during the mix-in period so that you have already taken care of dinner and you're free to eat all the candy that you want and you don't feel like you have to waste party time sitting down and eating dinner. So eat dinner before 5 p.m., not 5 p.m., 6 p.m. so that you are ready to go. So you've had, you've hit a few rides, you've had dinner, and as soon as 6 p.m. hits, you're ready to hit the party running. Okay, here's the order that I recommend doing things in as soon as the party starts. If you have younger kids, go to Mickey's Trick and Treat first. Um, Then you can do the Frightfully Fun Parade. There's two show times. So if you find yourself busy at treat trails or something like that, when the parade starts, the earlier parade, then you can go to the later one. But the show times are at 7.45 and 10.05 p.m. Um... Along the way, as you're doing these different things, if you pass a treat trail, hit it. The lines will look a little long for the treat trails, but they go quickly. So don't think that you're going to be in line for an hour. They move quickly. The longest you'll probably wait, even if it looks long, is maybe 10 minutes, but you're going to be moving the whole time. You'll also be seeing the villains, and they have more than one candy stop at each treat trail, usually like four or five. So there'll be different spots in the line where they're passing out candy as you're going along. So hit treat trails as you go along, um, Villains Grove as soon as it's fully dark, and then hit all the treat trails that you may have missed, and then hit any rides after that point. So I would focus on all the party things. As soon as you've done all that you want to do party-wise and hit all the candy and the treat trails, then go and hit the rides that you're interested in going on. So party stuff first, then rides if you have time. That's what I want you to do. Unless unless you're just there for the rides, then don't listen to me and just do the rides and miss all the fun oogie boogie stuff that you paid for. Just kidding. Do you know, can you see that I have strong opinions? I do because I love oogie boogie and I want you to love it too. Okay, I do have a free printable for the oogie boogie bash so that you won't miss anything. I know I talked about that a little bit before, but it has everything on there that's exclusive to the oogie boogie bash so that you can just print it out 
check things off as you're going along and you won't look back later in the night and say, oh no, we missed Maleficent. How come we didn't see her? Or how did we miss the Mad Hatter? Things like that. So it's broken down by lands so that if you're at Avengers Campus, you can see everything that's happening for the Oogie Boogie Bash in Avengers Campus. You can make sure you take care of all those things. Also, one thing I did want to mention is that during the Oogie Boogie Bash, there is no boarding groups required for web slingers. So this means that you can ride web slingers just in a standby line, which is amazing, especially if you've never ridden it before or you haven't been able to get a boarding group. I would still wait until later in the evening to ride this. People get excited, so they're going to run to a first thing at 6 p.m. You're going to be in a super long line for web slingers, and you're going to miss all of the other things that are happening for the Oogie Boogie Bash, and I don't want you to do that. But if riding Web Slingers is on your list, then make sure you get there before 10 p.m. because that's when they close the line. You could hop in at 9.45, 9.55, and still be able to ride it while experiencing all the other things that the Oogie Boogie Bash has to offer. But if Web Slingers is on your list, you can check it out during the Oogie Boogie Bash without... A boarding group which is pretty amazing. I also have tons of information on my website about Halloween time at the park so I will put a link to that in my show notes but I had an amazing trip and I have so many things to tell you all about Halloween time in general at the parks. My favorite treats, my favorite foods to eat, wait times, so much to share with you but I'm out of time so I will save that for next week. Hopefully that gives you a good overview of what the Oogie Boogie Bash is like. And if you are on the fence about going and thinking maybe you'd like to go some other time, some other year, then that gives you a good idea. Helps you decide if that would be something that your family would be interested in or if that's something that you could easily skip. I've been sharing lots of fun moments from the Oogie Boogie Bash on my Instagram. So if you're not following me over there, then hop on over. I'll put a link in my show notes. You can follow along with all the Instagram fun. I think I, oh, you know what? I almost forgot. I made the coolest video from Villains Grove and I'm going to put it, it's on my Instagram, but I'll put a link in the show notes. So it kind of gives you a better feel when you can actually see it instead of me just saying it's lights and music and mist that doesn't help anybody but this video is pretty cool so that will give you a better idea of what villains grove is since i can't adequately explain it with words so link is in the show notes check that out i hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week hope you have something fun going on this weekend i don't think we do we might put up our halloween decorations um my kids are asking when we're gonna do that and they're getting all excited about halloween and i kind of feel like I already celebrated Halloween at Disneyland last week. And so whenever they bring it up, I'm always like a little surprised for a second. Like, oh yeah, we still haven't even had Halloween yet. I feel like I did Halloween. I'm celebrated. I'm good. Uh, but I'm not. I still got Halloween costumes to figure out for kids and decorations to put up and all of that. And we're also getting our family pictures taken soon. So man alive, I have to figure out what everybody's wearing. It's the worst. Seriously, the worst. I hate trying to come up with outfits and colors and all of that. I really feel like we should all just go back to like the 90s where we just wore jeans and a white shirt and were barefoot. Could we all just go back to that? Could we just agree? All these cutesy outfits are just, they're beyond me. Fashion is hard for me. 
Thank you so much for listening. I truly appreciate your support. I would love you even more if you would rate and review my podcast because that helps people find me. I would appreciate it. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk soon.